welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where each and every day I bring on new business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at AskAdamTorres. Keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, MoneyMattersTopTips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Jim Mascara on the line, and he's principal over at Sentinel Consulting. Jim, welcome to the show. Hey, Adam, thanks for having me. So I'm excited to get into our topic today, which is different approaches to business financing. Um, but before we do that, let's get a little bit further into your background. So how did you get started in your career and in business? Well, I'm actually an immigrant to the United States. I came uh, to the United States uh, from Panama. Spanish was actually my first language. And uh, curiously enough, my background has nothing to do with what we're going to talk about today. I've got a couple of degrees in engineering, uh, worked in the telecommunications and technology field for, for quite a while, uh, but was kind of cutting my teeth in parallel, uh, doing things where I'm studying the financial markets, the commodity markets, the economy, um, really started, started publishing books and newsletters uh, on those topics. And then late 2013, early 2014 is when I began uh, my firm, Sentinel Consulting. And that's awesome. And I think that's a great transition. Let's just jump right in. So tell us a little bit more about uh, Sentinel Consulting and what you do. Sentinel Consulting is a, I would call a general purpose uh, finance uh, organization that what we do is we try to match borrowers with lenders. And that's that has a lot more components that I think people uh, give it credit for. So one of our one of our features of our business is um, business lending. Uh, another thing that we do is um, business or debt restructuring when companies uh, run into trouble where they're having problems, um, you know, with cash flow and they may find themselves on the verge of civil litigation or they are in civil litigation. We try to provide a financial resolution to those cases. And then the other thing we do is we offer consumer financing, uh, which is financing that a business owner can then offer their customers. That's awesome. Um, so let's uh, let's just get into today's show topic. So um, different forms of uh, business financing, different approaches, um, big topic, a lot of business owners, entrepreneurs, executives listening um, that, uh, that are in that position. Um, where do you want to begin? Well, I think the, probably the most important thing, Adam, to understand is that there's this constant tug of war between business owners and lenders. And when I use the word lender, I typically will refer to, uh, you know, general purpose lenders like people think about our banks. You know, business owners tend to be risk-seeking. Lenders tend to avoid risk. Uh, their worldview tends to, again, be polar opposites. Business owners are very optimistic. Lenders are very pessimistic. Um, Business owners, for the most part, work in environments that are less regulated than the financial industry, particularly post-2008. So what's important to understand is when you talk to a lender, uh, you've, you've got to look at things from their perspective as well. And, and one of the things I tell business owners is if they have money deposited in a bank, uh, whether you know it's a business checking account, a savings account, a CD, anything on the personal line, you, know, you want that bank to be very you know, fiscally prudent uh, with your money. And that's a very, very, perhaps the most important part of a banker's job. Um, the other thing that's important to understand is when you're, when you're applying for credit is that there's a couple of different factors that need to be considered, the business factors and the personal factors. Well, the business factors would include things like collateral. You know, what, what, what will you be able to put up in the event that the, uh, the credit transaction goes sour or goes south? Uh, most homeowners are very familiar with collateral because it's their home. Uh, 
uh, cash flow. Do you have the appropriate amount of cash flow to pay off this loan? Um, what's the financial strength of your company? And one aspect that gets very, very often overlooked is, is a legal consideration. Uh, is your company the subject of uh, any, any litigation, either on a plaintiff side or a defendant side? If your company has either one of those uh, facets to it from a legal perspective, uh, it will make banks very, very uh, leery of, and perhaps even negate any potential transaction you might be able to do with them. Uh, on the personal side, you know, we've got credit score, obviously, is very important. Uh, do you have insurance? What happens if, you know, you meet uh, your unfortunate demise and there's still a loan out there? Uh, do you have skin in the game? You know, many entrepreneurs that I've spoken to, they think that they can just borrow money from some entity, whoever it might be, and have no equity that they've put into the, uh, to the transaction. And then the same thing that would apply on the legal side. Uh, if you're, if you're the subject, uh, again, of litigation on the plaintiff or the defendant side, uh, it will make lenders, um, you know, le less likely to want to engage with you. So that's kind of the backdrop, if you will, of dealing with uh, uh, in, in the process of loan acquisition. So if you imagine that, you know, you're you're a banker and you're in the underwriting department and you've got all these factors that I've just mentioned, and then one day some business comes to you that they're in they're they're, the, they're in the restaurant business. Another time it's uh, an IT business. Another time it's uh, a cleaning business. You have this kind of multiplicity of businesses that they have to evaluate from an underwriting perspective. Um, it, it's very difficult uh, for an underwriter to, to handle all that, and that kind of tends to make um, the lending institution a little bit more risk-averse because, again, they don't necessarily have that underwriting knowledge in that specific industry. So what happens if you could create an environment where you had lenders that were more stratified uh, according to the, um, the business that they were going to lend to? Uh, and that's something that I think Sentinel Consulting can bring to a lot of organizations, which is have access to lenders that become very specialized in areas like insurance, uh, agriculture, um, transportation. Um, it, there's there's a whole you know mul you know it's a whole kind of cornucopia of of different lending uh, institutions or organizations that are out there. And if you if I'm earlier that I mentioned that lenders need to be highly regulated. Well, these pools of money are tend to be less regulated because why they're not associated with the banking industry. They may be private equity money. It, it may be you know just a, a group of of uh, investors that have gotten together and created these lending pools. So it's very very um, it, it gives a lot more flexibility, Adam, to uh, to work with organizations that then have these resources available where they can then tailor loans according to industry type. Well, and I mean, that, that makes perfect sense. So when you think about it, I mean, other industries have niches and have things that they specialize in. So why would lending be any different, right? And if you can go to um, a specialist in your area or in your, in your area of expertise or your niche of business, then why wouldn't you versus um, going to a generalist? So the big banks for certain things may be more on the generalist in that case, and it's going to be different getting the, the leverage that you need or the loan you need um, and versus the lending pools or the specialized lenders. So why, why wouldn't somebody want to use um, the specialized lenders? Is it just kind of like a lack of knowledge thing? Like people don't know they're out there? I'm, I'm just curious. I, th I think you just, I think you just nailed it. Um, sometimes mm. there's, uh, oftentimes there's a lack of knowledge that uh, organizations like this, basically lending brokers or uh, that, mm -hmm. that they exist. And, and let me bring up something else that I, that I want to hit on that you said. Um, even within the banking industry, like I'm in the St. Louis uh, metropolitan area, you know, you may have certain banks, uh, and, and I use banks sometimes as, as one of my lenders, 
that they want to look primarily at real estate transactions and others they want to do more uh, you know, CNI type loans. And that varies, again, among the different institutions, and it could be their own personal preference. It could be uh, from a regulatory perspective, a regulators told them, you know, you, we think you're uh, overemphasizing you know, retail, and so you need to lighten that load or don't make any more loans in that, in that regard. Well, mm -hmm. a lot of times, business owners, most of the time, they're not going to know that. Uh, so it's important to, to have relations, or, or if you're going to deal with banks directly, to understand, you know, what is their appetite, not just for risk, but for the types of loan that you will be asking for. Yeah, and so, and I think what... Uh... And what's interesting to me about this is just based on the lack of knowledge part, what may have happened, and it may have happened to some, to some of the people that are listening to this right now. They went to their local bank. They're like, oh, I've been doing business with this bank for 15 years or for 10 years or whatever, and I have great, you know, great good credit, all the other stuff, personal good business credit, and they still deny me for the loan. So maybe, like, I'm not a good candidate. Like, they might be looking at themselves or their situation like that, and they may not know on the back end of the bank because the banker is not going to tell you. He's not going to be like, hey, we, by the way, our balance sheet says. We can't. We only can do real estate right now until we hit X Y Z ratio because that's where our board feel what our board feels is the prudent thing to do. I would have loved to have made the loan to you, but I can't. Like nobody's going to tell you that. <laughs> so, so the bottom line is, if they don't know that um, that uh, specialty banker, if they don't know about these pools, or if they don't know about other ones, a lot of times they just kind of stop. Would you agree with that, or? Yeah, and, and that can be very, very frustrating, Adam, for the small mm -hmm. business owners because then what happens is, you know, they, they start casting aspersions on banking on the banking industry yep. and tell them, you know, yep. don't do that because you know yeah, bank, don't do banks that. are being again <laughs> Yeah, don't do that because you I mean banks again are being uh, you know, they're being good fiduciaries yeah. with depositor mm -hmm. money. All right. And, mm -hmm. and and as I've told people, the last thing you ever want to see in an economy is people lined up around the block to get money out of a bank because there's a bank no, running no, no. that's something no, that no, will no. cripple <laughs> and lock up an economy. So it's just it's just important to understand, you know, what the landscape looks like and where the proper place, you know, to ask for that credit is. No, that's awesome. So, Jim, if somebody's listening to this um, and they do want to learn more about uh, Sentinel Consulting or to connect, um, what's the best way for them to reach out? Well, I think we're actually listed on, we're probably like number two or three on, in a Google search if you type Sentinel Consulting, S-E-N-T-I-N-E-L, and then consulting. Uh, and if you just want to look us up on a website, it's Sentinel Consulting, all one word, dot biz, B-I-Z. Uh, I have an author page uh, at jimmoscara.com, J-I-M-M-O-S-Q-U-E-R-A.com. Uh, I'm also on you know Twitter. Uh, I've, my handle is The Sentinel Man. And you can find some updates there. Um, but but between the, the website for the consulting business and my author site, there's definitely a lot of resources there for you. That's awesome. Well, hey, Jim, really appreciate you coming on the show today and all the great work you're doing to help our business owners and entrepreneurs out there um, succeed. And to the audience, as always, thank you for tuning in. Hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, uh, leave us some comments on what you think about banking um, and all that other good stuff. And uh, don't forget to hit the subscribe button there. And, uh, Jim, thanks again for coming on the show. Thanks a lot for having me, Adam.